podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. And I think you think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. And I thought you thought I thought I liked you, and I really thought that was true. But now I know I think I thought so, and now I'm wondering about you. Please stop. Hello. I am Dan, your favoriteest person ever, and today we will be discussing the most recent episode of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And by Space Ghost Coast to Coast, I actually mean Psych. We are talking about episode 14. Poker? I barely know her. The twist on this is that two of our podcasters have seen the episodes and two of us have not. Tabs and Kim will be making fun of us newbies, Heidi and Dan. And I'm Dan. And I'm Heidi. I'm Tabs. I'm Kim. I really want to do the space ghost coast to coast now. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Brack. Oh. So this episode starts again in 1985, as most of our flashbacks have, with Sean playing poker with police officers. <laughs> Not just playing, he's schooling them. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the opening shot because it's close up on one police officer and you can tell they're playing poker. Pan over, close up on next one. Pan over, close up on the next one. Pan down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's Sean. <laughs> you got you to gotta pause for this too. I don't mean to be a grumpy pants, but um, go back and watch this scene and watch those actors. It, it's very clear that they are brand, brand spanking new. Mm. Nobody twitches their face that much. <laughs> Nobody. It's just like every word, my eyes must be doing something different. It's just like I was I was sad. Go on. No, but Gus has to do it later. I, I think that was more the director's oh, choice to make I, them I don't, over. I don't mean the over I don't mean the tells. Oh. I don't mean the tells. I mean the actual facial expressions they make as they speak oh. are just like, What are you doing? <laughs> and one guy, uh, like as soon as I, I don't know what was it. Uh, Sean says something, you know, oh, Mr. Hatterley, uh, some, your cards, your cards are absolute crap. He has this great big, like, 1800s, what? Look on his face. Like, Dude. That's true. I did notice that one. <laughs> better. That's why they play five-second roll. <laughs> well, I'm sh- uh, I don't know where they are, but hopefully their acting careers have taken off and they're doing better now. Yes. Um, and of course, Henry comes in and finds them gambling and lectures Sean, who says that he doesn't gamble, he wins. Loved that. Yeah, I love the bit at how many times have you lost? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Henry, in attempt to salvage the whole lesson, decides to give away all the money to United Way. Right. Dibs, because he can. And explains to Sean that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Unless you can <laughs> bake pies really fast. <laughs> I cannot. You can, I found that out. Unless you can <laughs> bake a cherry pie. In which case, the answer is always a resoundingly a resounding you should. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> is there a pineapple in this episode? <laughs> Not at that part yet. Not there yet. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to the psych office and Gus, uh, or, well, uh, before this, Sean, Sean's lesson is not to gamble. 
so we cut to the psych office, and Gus bets Sean that he cannot make the basketball trash can shot. Which, of course, Sean does. Right. And I love the slow hand raise after he does. Fly straight, my precious. <laughs> Isn't there the... There's That's one of the games, right? The basketball. Yeah, and the interactive office on the psych website. It's one of the games mm-hmm. you can play. Um... Then Gus challenges him to trivia, and Sean knows the answer before Gus even asks the question. And then Henry appears through the back way uh, and <laughs> asks to be invited in, which I thought was hilarious because Sean then, of course, goes, what's the rule about vampires? You've mm-hmm. seen Lost Boys 14 times. Gus should know yes. the answer. Only 14? <laughs> That's my response. Only 14. <laughs> well, maybe if there were some more vampire women, Gus would have seen it. I watched it every day of my junior high school life. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I came home and watched The Lost Boy. And I was retarded. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so Henry pokes around the place, asks if this is where they're at. Sean goes into elaborate detail about their satellite offices, including an underground ice cave. Um, and also discusses uh, the private eye license and why they don't need one which I thought was very fascinating because I had wondered that about the series Um, apparently psychs are exempt and then we get the big reveal that Henry is their 11 o'clock appointment and their new client wasn't that a prediction that Henry would be a client I think so. Sure, it was at one point, but wasn't he a client already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Henry, uh, and then Henry has to sneak out, right? Um, yes, he explains that his friend Bill Peterson came to him with um, news about his son, who he thinks is getting messed up in something, and that he would that Peterson would explain it all. Um, the Peterson, that he told Peterson to go to the cops, but Peterson doesn't want to go to the cops because it's his son and doesn't want to get in trouble. So Henry offers psych, which surprises Sean. Uh, Sean says, you vouched for me. (laughs) You have a dad crush on me, which I thought was cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, uh, Henry warns him not to roll his eyes and flap about. Uh, for Peterson, but to help him out and send him to the police. And then Henry leaves and asks where the back way is, which is where he came from. And then Peterson arrives, and Sean, of course, immediately starts flopping about and deduces who he is, and... Um... When Gus tries to do what Henry says and send him off to the police, Sean says, don't be the gooey chocolate chip cookie, Gus, and takes on the case. I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I do love those don't be. Yeah, don't be. Don't be a. Don't be a sour winkle bottom. Go on. (laughs) 
Um, then we cut to the police station. Juliet is trying to have a private conversation with uh, Vic and explains that she wants to figure out what to do for Lassie's birthday. Uh, Vic gets very, what would you call it? Um, afraid when she says that she wants to do a surprise. <laughs> right. Alarmed. <laughs> yes. Very alarmed and says no one talks about the secret Santa debacle of 2005. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and this whole thing is like my favorite thing ever on the show. <laughs> Um, she's, Juliet's trying to figure out what Lassie likes and Vic points out that she should know because she's his partner and, uh, Juliet explains that they don't really talk. Well, (laughs) she talks and Lassie apparently nods and makes remarks and asks if they could write in silence. (laughs) Um... Then we cut to the blueberry outside of Brendan's apartment, which is Gus's car, if you didn't know that. I was going to say, what's the blueberry? <laughs> Are you just trying to make more food references at me? Is this a restaurant? What are you doing? <laughs> um, Gus asks why they're at the apartment, and Sean says, have you ever been evicted from an apartment? And <laughs> Gus says no, and so Sean says, trust me, this is my world. And they go to where all Brendan's stuff is locked up in case he ever returns or they will sell it to pay the rent. Right. And there's like a barbed, or not a barbed wire, uh, what do you call that? Chicken Chicken wires? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So there's marks on the lock, apparently. Brendan tried to jimmy it and failed miserably. So then Sean notices that there's a hole cut in the wire and him and Gus grapple for who can reach through the wire. And Gus says that his reach is better. And and Sean wants to know when they had a arm reach contest. Uh, They pull out a box of mail and business cards and find a business card for a garden supply place with R-R-L-R-R-L on the back of the card, which Sean I tries to pronounce. That. <laughs> he tries to pronounce it. I was so excited about that. Dude, R-R-L-R-L-L, pretty sure that's a video game code of some sort. So I like paused and was like racking through my brain like, Aladdin was what, like A-B-B-A-A-B-B or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't figure it out. I was so pumped. Let down. Yeah. <laughs> so Sean points out that it's really weird that a person who owns an apartment does not have a garden or a yard. We would accept yard or garden. garden. Um, and so they go to stake out the supply store. And Sean talks about how it's not actually a stakeout. He's ready to eat his chalupa. <laughs> Again, with that Dan Chalupa. Mm-hmm. Chalupa. <laughs> it's a mighty tasty looking chalupa. Dan's <laughs> stomach will start growling any minute now. <laughs> uh, they notice a bunch of very expensive cars are parked at the garden store. 
Right. Uh, and they notice a man coming out of one of those fancy cars and decide to follow him. Wait, on, hold on. On their they way. They also notice the man. Well, the man is super duper fancy. Yeah. And but you also very see, nervous. But you see. Yes. A hand right. out of one of the cars with a gold bracelet with playing cards on it. Mm-hmm. So they follow the guy into the hedge maze but lose him. And then discover what whatever it is. And stumble upon a garden full of poker players. And then they see like the horrifying scene. Yeah, the guy being ejected from the game. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like gonna Mr. Orange glasses his finger or something. Uh, all of these TV shows make me never want to enter an illegal poker. <laughs> right, because that's the thing that's really stopping you. <laughs> that and my lack of money or skill playing poker. <laughs> but they all make it look very scary. Uh, then we go back to the psych office when Sean does his sensory deprivation psych reveal to... Uh, Mr. Peterson and Henry and Gus, and we have the whole chips and poker chips and throwing cards the ground. Yes, and apparently poker chips smell like butterflies. Yes. <laughs> because they're in a garden. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, my favorite bit of that whole bit is when he throws the cards on the ground and everyone, he says, I have to read the cards, and everybody goes down except for Henry, and he grabs Henry and he pulls grabs him down. Henry. <laughs> <clears throat> Sean! Uh, and then uh, I love how Sean can totally BS his way into reading the cards. Notice how there's no diamonds around Jack, <laughs> <laughs> which is his son. Um, and the whole, what do all the clubs mean? Uh, it's like clover. It's in a garden. Um, and then Mr. Peterson says that he plays poker online. Gives him his poker online name. Um and Sean gracefully gives uh, Mr. Peterson the card that represents his son and goes, here, you can have Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then we have probably the funniest scene for me in the whole episode, Juliet talking to Mrs. Lassiter. Oh, my Yo, goodness. Lassie's mom. Oh, my God, that is so funny. <laughs> Uh, it's a very short scene, but it's full of hilariousness. Especially since at the very beginning, uh, Lassie's mom thinks he's dead. And that's the only reason somebody from the police <laughs> yeah. station would be calling. Yeah. Oh, God, right. it's the call. <laughs> she basically tells Juliet that she shouldn't do anything for his birthday. Right. And Juliet lets slip that uh, Lassie is separated from his wife. Well, she doesn't really let it slip. She just assumes that, you know, it's yeah. common knowledge that a yeah. mother would know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Mrs. Uh, Lassiter is not happy and phones up Lassie and takes him out. <laughs> yes. And uh, Juliet also finds out that his nickname is Booker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, you're good. <laughs> um, and uh, we can definitely tell where Lassie got a lot of his... Uh, personality from <laughs> especially when Juliet says that she's his partner and 
Mrs. Lassiter says, but you're a woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, then we go to the psych office and Sean, uh, oh, Gus is playing uh, poker online and Sean re- totally reads all of his tells and knows exactly what he has in his hand. And Gus then spots Brendan's handle in the online poker game and Sean takes over and pretends to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, what was the screen name? Big Kitty. Something. Yes. 75. Yeah, 75. <laughs> now, I've only ever heard one place where they call PMs or whispers tells. Tell me, where did you pick up that piece of lingo? PMs? Or, no, they're not tells. The, the, when somebody's just, playing poker, the little movements that they make that tell oh, you I see. what they're... they're Never mind. Dan <laughs> <laughs> mm, just added something about himself, <laughs> but I'm not sure what that is. I'm going to have to Google tells now. Right. <laughs> what else I does tells like, mean? <laughs> tells, you know, when somebody's playing. Yeah. Um, the fun thing about this is Dulé Hill is actually a poker player. He's yes. been on Celebrity Poker uh, twice. He helped. He, well, he's really good friends with Josh Molina, who yeah, began found. that show. Mm-hmm. But he's been on twice and has won both times. Yes. It's rigged. Kicked butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean baits Brendan um, by making him think that Gus's online name is Felicia. And uh, she's a cheerleader, apparently, who mm-hmm. likes poinsettias in the middle of not poinsettia season. <laughs> um, so then we and a poinsettia ha- is a plant, not yes. a flower. Not, <laughs> yes. Big misconception. Um, so then we cut to the coffee shop and poor Brendan is there with his poinsettia plant waiting for Felicia, <laughs> who never shows. Oh, well. She oh, does. no. She showed. <laughs> it's Sean and Gus. Uh, and while they're having a nice chat with him, he decides to leave. And just then, Mr. Orange Glasses appears and beats the crap out of Brendan. Mm-hmm. So we go to the psych office, and Brendan explains that he owes the guy a lot of money and that's why he stole money from his dad and he has to pay it back before he sees his dad again and Sean and Gus talk they think talk Brendan into going back to his dad anyway and they take him to the automobile dealership they're going to go in with him but Brendan talks him into staying in the car and he'll go by himself right and he leaves with his lucky necklace I like that uh, Sean totally understands Brandon, but he still doesn't let him off the hook. You know, he still makes him, well, thinks that he makes him go and talk to his dad. Yeah. Yeah, he, this is a, Sean understands because he is that guy, but he's never Uh stolen from his dad. (laughs) Right. Um, so then the next morning, Sean is called over to the Peterson car dealership very early, apparently for Sean (laughs) and finds out that Brendan didn't come back to see his dad. He stole more money from him. 
Yep. And it's all on videotape. So Gus and Sean watch the video date. Um, <laughs> Gus comes out with the helpful information that Brendan will not be in the garden poker. He will be at a tournament. Because Gus knows where all the local happenings are. He knew about the convention. <laughs> it's true. Sean then tells Mr. Peterson and Henry. There's a lot of psychic bits in this episode. I think because Henry told them not to be so slightly. <laughs> Is this where he does like the word association thing? Yes. And to me that was kind of bringing in how like TV psychics figure out names to yeah. you know how they pull letters out and mm-hmm. whatever. It was kind of like that. Yeah. I'm seeing a K. Is there a K in the audience? Apparently course- not. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> oh, maybe it was an M. <laughs> yes. It was close to a K. <laughs> it was on its side. <laughs> um, so then we go to the casino. And they find Brendan, but he's already bought into the tournament. So Sean convinces uh, Mr. Peterson to let him play instead. And Henry, surprisingly, backs him up, says that he can win. Wait. Mm -hmm. Um, So Sean is at a different table than Mr. Orange Glasses. And so he has to play and win his entire table and then make it to the finals. And we have a lot of fun uh, card playing and deducing on Sean's part as he wears down his opponents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm glad they didn't actually show any of the um, the actual poker because... Have you guys ever watched that on TV? Little poker tournaments on TV? They're terrible. I celebrity boring. poker. I thought it was a lot of fun. That's, yeah. Oh, I can't do it. I'm, I was just glad they stuck to the humor rather than the cards. So, finally, there's the big epic show-off. I like them both walking to the table. I thought that shot was great. With their chips and their... Mm-hmm. boxes and so the- I was very very worried because yeah. I was like oh boy he's gonna lose because <laughs> Henry believed that he could win and he yes. never lost and-, <laughs> and it's somebody else's money and it's a lot uh-huh. of money <laughs> um, so it looks like he's not doing well and then all of a sudden Sean figures it out uh, and the poker chips start talking to him and he holds two up to his ear that was hilarious. <laughs> they didn't even show it happening. They just kind of like, uh, you know, cut here, cut here, cut back to Sean. Poker chips on his ears. <laughs> Only nowhere. I, I giggled hard. Uh, and the chips say that um, Mr. Orange Glasses is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yes. <laughs> yes. Poker uh, chips are really immature. More food. I bet it's pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> nice slice of pumpkin pie. Maybe with whipped cream. Um, There's a lot of really fun banter between Sean and Mr. Orange Glasses. Um, And then finally he reveals that the way they were cheating was invisible ink. And the orange glasses are actually the way he can see the invisible ink, which I thought was pretty clever. Mm -hmm. And the invisible ink was on the lady Miss uh, Gold Charm Bracelet. Yes, her Um, hair thing. Hair thing, Mm mm-hmm. Uh, a fine ponytail. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so they take the guy away. Sean is one. There's a touching family reunion between Brendan and his dad. Uh, and Mr. Peterson takes the money and gives Sean and Gus, uh, what was it, 1700 7500 7500 oh, This just kills you. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sean is walking out and Gus is telling him exactly what they're going to do with the money. They're going to pay off the TV and a bunch of other things, consolidate their debt. And Sean walks past the roulette table and places it all on black. And... Next scene, obviously, oh. he lost it all. <laughs> the one time that he finally gambles, there it goes. Yes. Yep. So, next scene, we see them walking, and I totally thought that they were walking like they had lost everything, so they had to walk back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was like, oh, no. But, no, I, they're walking up to scene, by the way. Lassie's birthday party. <laughs> We missed one. Uh, oh, I did. I didn't explain scene for this. Yeah, um, I didn't. when she goes through Lassiter's desk drawer, yes, yes. she finds and his address book and copies yes. copies everything down. Right. Yes, and she also at one point found out that he doesn't ever order lunch with the others. Yeah, it's right anybody. before the yeah, it's right before the desk because she's yes. like you worked thirteen years with him and you don't know what he likes to eat and it's like oh yeah. And then, uh, then he tells her that he's allergic to mint. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the very first thing she ever knows about him. (laughs) Yeah, which actually makes sense why he wouldn't order out with other people, because they would put mints in the bags. Right. So, yeah, he's not just being weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although it's probably partly that, too. But, Yeah, so anyway, me, they're they're walking it, up to his house. Yes. And yeah. there's all these very interesting people on Lasseter's lawn and bicycles. <laughs> and those, are and, like, those are some interesting friends of Lassie's. Yeah. Lassie comes up out of his car and pulls his gun <laughs> <laughs> and asks where all the people came from and Julia explains that he she found his address book and invited all the people with stars next to their name <laughs> and he explains that those are his address book is people that he's put away and that the stars are repeat offenders <laughs> right. at which I, point Vic is like appalled mm-hmm. why do you keep that yep <laughs> it's like because I like to drop in on them <laughs> yes. my favorite bit is that some of those people are actually like holding up birthday presents and right <laughs> And some of them just look pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when he says that he drops in on them. I think that's uh-huh. when they, yeah. they all got really angry. Um, so Sean and Gus run away. <laughs> yes. And Lassie has decided he has to move. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Best birthday ever. Oh. <laughs> uh, poor Juliet. Yes. All right. Thoughts. I loved this episode, and I would have to go back and look like at the list of other episodes, but I think it's my favorite from season one. Mm. Wow. I the whole Lassiter's birthday just was hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked the the mystery, the gambling story and 
the whole thing. I really, really loved this one. Multiple storylines always help an episode. Did you notice? I mean, that's a really like Simpsons thing to do, isn't it? So I guess I always think of the Simpsons when I think of a TV show with multiple storylines. Um, multiple storylines are pretty common. It's usually those only A and B storylines. I think right. this is a ABC storyline. And they don't always help. I can tell you from Veronica Mars' experience. <laughs> um, Not always helpful. Yes. When you get so, to like D E F, it really clogs up the episode. <laughs> yes. That's that's actually. I think it's more of a soap opera thing. I think soap opera started it. The Simpsons originally was a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did yeah, how could I forget weird. that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been over ten years now. <laughs> Uh, way more than ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have more episodes in Gunsmoke, I know. All right. Yeah. Yep. So Heidi loved it. Dan, what'd you think? I was pretty pleased with it myself. <laughs> I. I don't know. I thought the. Uh, I thought their little their method of um, cheating at cards was pretty ingenious. I always like things about uh, heists and you know fooling systems and things like that. So I, I enjoyed that quite a lot. I was a little surprised that uh, they were able to beat up Brandon in plain sight on the street. And I, I'm not sure how, you know, the guy with his finger cut off didn't say, like, hey, police, there's an illegal poker ring. Like, does this guy have mafia connections or something? Meanwhile, like, uh, Joss can just, like, point him out, like, hey, look, he's cheating. Well, shoot, I wish I had my big guns here that would kill anybody else that, you know, owed me money or something. <laughs> what, why was why were why, why how was he getting away with that sort of crap? How was he getting away with cutting off fingers and whatever? If he couldn't get away with yeah, oh, or if he could get back at Sean, I don't know. Very Canada, I assume. Oh, you cut off my finger, eh? Well, <laughs> can't get that back. You have a nice day now. Oh, poor Canadian. <laughs> Wasn't that more Irish? Yeah, it did yes. sound like. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, all the Canadians are genuinely Irish. <laughs> they're actually, they're actually right. stereotypical Lucky Charms spokesmen. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> they're not even Irish, <laughs> right? It's just Lucky. <laughs> oh, Canadians, you're so Find funny. A pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, except it's buried in feet of snow. And you speak French. Let's be talking now that she's a real Canadian. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I like this episode. I was a little worried the first time I watched it because there's so many cop shows with po- illegal poker games. It's like, oh, it's a stereotype. But they, like John said, they did a, a fun job of the, how they were cheating. I thought that was really well done. And those glasses were so iconic that uh, (laughs) I don't even remember his name. That's why I called him Mr. Orange Glasses. (laughs) I think it may have I think it may have helped too that the case was someone that Henry knew. Mm. It wasn't just a random police case that came through. Yeah, this is the second one because Henry's captain was the Mm -hmm. other one. Right. Um, I have to admit, this probably is not my favorite episode. Um, it's okay. I think maybe it's just that I watched it too many times. <laughs> um, in preparation for this podcast. Right. I, I, um, I kind of wished we had gotten to know the bad guys a little more. 
Yeah. So they were kind of hurried at the end. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't like that. I wish they would have developed that a little more, but, um, but it's, they would have cut out some of the psych, the psychic stuff. (laughs) Right. Four times in this episode. I was very surprised when I was writing it all down. It's like, Oh, and Sean has another psychic bit and another psychic bit, but they were pretty (laughs) funny. I, my favorite is going to have to be that when he drops the cards on the floor. I just love that. Right. I like the poker chips talking to him. Yes. Mm. Poker chips on his ears. I think that's used in a title sequence later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. I, I still think from the earth to Starbucks is one of my favorite from the season with the, uh, the astronomy. Bit. Yes. I think I agree. And the red phantom. Uh, with the Comic Con kind of place, <laughs> right? And George Decay. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my blueberries! <laughs> that was good. If you're going to get them, get them from North Carolina. Most people <laughs> say there's not a difference, but I can taste them. <laughs> uh, all right, favorite quotes. At the poker table. Oh, oh, you're going to mess with my head now. Yes, I'm a psychic. I can mess your head. I can put a sandwich in your hair. (laughs) I did like that one. (laughs) Especially since people usually make fun of Sean's hair. I thought that was a a fun twist. (laughs) Um, Sean says, that's very Cameron Fry of you. Brandon (laughs) says, Cameron who? Sean, oh. wow, are we that much older than you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh, I'll go with um, Henry says, is this all there is? Sean says, actually, this is the satellite office. Main headquarters is an underground ice cave Gus and I sculptured, sculpted last winter. What about your license? My pilot license? It's out back in the Cessna. <laughs> or perhaps you're, prefer- you're referring to my license to kill. Revoked. Problems at the Kazakhstan border. I'll give you the details, but then I'd have to kill you. Which I can't do because my license to kill has been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one down too. <laughs> yes, that's, that was just classic psych, like on and on dialogue. I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I like when uh, Sean is using the profile and Gus reads and goes, Felisa Fancy Bottom? What am I, a James Bond villain? <laughs> <laughs> I also liked the, uh, but my arms are slenderer. Yes. Slenderer? Er. What? Skinnier? Slenderer. Skinnier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the... Your big kitty 75? Yes, as in the kitty, you know, the pot. The kitty? Yeah, 75. 74 other big kitties came before you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the um, the very fun illusion. The buzzer upstairs says he's 227. 227, Marla Gibbs, Regina King, Jackie. How Williams is Lester Jenkins. 227 is the name of a sitcom. I do love the that. 80s. Mm-hmm. Right, and I was like, oh my god, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly what they're talking about. All right. All right, did you spot the pineapple? Hmm. 
As everybody knows, there is a um, there is a very popular bar drink called the Jack of Hearts, which is made with uh, pineapple juice, uh, among other things, poppies, uh, which are a little strange to put in a bar drink, but uh, pineapple juice, poppies, um, aged Everclear, which is a really strange thing to age, but you know, the Jack of Hearts. You're kind of close. <laughs> And, of course, Brandon was represented as a Jack of Hearts card. So <laughs> you can you can see the obvious connection. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. I'm thinking there had to be, like, a, a little chunk of pineapple, how they put it on the side of the glass. Like there you the go. Ding, 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 ding. I didn't actually see it. At the end, in the casino, I... there is a waitress that walks by with a drink with a pineapple <laughs> slice stuck on the rim of the glass. Woo-hoo! That's pretty good for not knowing at all where I know. it was. <laughs> <laughs> With Dan's help. <laughs> and he didn't know where it was either. <laughs> no. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> oh, you know how I roll. Hey, so I have a prediction. Okay, prediction. So I predict that one day there will be an episode set in Hawaii where someone dies in a pineapple plantation. <laughs> Didn't you give this prediction already? No, I told you guys when we were. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. I love that prediction. (laughs) I really hope it comes true. I do too. (laughs) I especially would like to know if they do this, when they do this, um, where in Canada they film that looks like Hawaii. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Do you have a prediction, Dan? A prediction? I don't yes. have anything quite off the top of my head. Okay. I was a little sad to see Gus didn't get his one-liner. That was my prediction from the last one. But Aww. did not happen. He did not get his dramatic line. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we only have one episode left. And then we're going to do a recap of season one. So join us next time for the very last episode of season one. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Psych Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesD.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to BetweenTheLinesStudios at gmail.com or visit our website at QuadruplesD.com. Psychanalysis is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States license. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.